Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're glad that you are listening today and we're your hosts, Daniel Bonnie Hoover, and so glad that you have chosen to um, join us in this conversation that we have every week on marriage. And it has actually gotten chilly here on the it's, farm. It's downright cold. It's cold. We've actually turned on some heat. Yep, and trees are starting to change. Yeah, I love this time of year. It is just beautiful, um, beautiful at the farm. And we're trying to, you know, we're coming off of a really hot summer and it's kind of nice. You get this respite and it's also football season. This is when you get to be a uniquely Southern girl. What do you mean? <laughs> you and Josie, Josie especially, Man embraces everything fall cozy. and pumpkin and cozy and yeah. blankets yep. and fire fire and all of it, man. You yeah. just like you laugh it up. I know. Well, and and we Josie likes to watch. She calls it Fallmark movies, and uh, we'll we'll watch some movies. We watch some cheesy ones, but um, oh, and those are. Those are high-quality production I writing. know, I know, right? It's the best Hollywood has to offer. Well, I kind of get stuck in the middle because I love football. I love, like, Georgia Bulldog football. Yeah. And I could take or leave pro football, and you and Colby will watch that, and then Josie and I will go in the back and watch a movie or something because I feel so bad because it's like for months we're watching football on Saturdays, like, all day, and she's – she goes somewhere else to make herself scarce because she does not enjoy it. And so yeah. she tried. Like we came did. into this season, she said, I'm going to really try. And she lasted one quarter of the first Jordan Dogs game. I know. And I then know. she disappeared. And, and I do feel like we're so, it's like, oh my goodness, we get to Christmas. I'm like, hey, Josie, nice to see you again. Because <laughs> she's, she's gone on the weekends because we want to watch football and she doesn't. And I feel so bad. And, and I just kind of feel, you know, pulled away from her during that time I hate well that. Colby I'm kind of in the middle too because I like Georgia games I like Falcon games I like um I like the games that affect our games yeah right so I watch really good football like SEC games yeah. or if it's a top you know top mm-hmm. five team I, I will um but Colby would watch any and all mm-hmm. like random teams and I ain't that no and so uh, like the other day he was watching some team and so I went back and watched the Fallmark music movie with you guys I was like what are you doing in here and uh yeah I just I needed I needed a break um (laughs) but anyway so but that does kind of lead us into our discussion today so uh, um first Corinthians 10 13 tells us that no temptation has overtaken you except which is common to mankind and that's the first part of that verse. And what that tells us, it goes on to tells us that God is faithful and he will provide a way out when we're tempted and yada, yada. <laughs> not to you skip yada, yada, the I battle. scripture, I yada, yada, oh. scripture. But th- that's not the part I wanted to focus on. The part I wanted to focus on was the beginning part, just to say that no temptation has come any of our way that's not common to all of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what we used to, uh, uh, kind of one of the... Um, the phrases we used at the church a lot was what is most personal is most universal. Yeah. So if I'm going through it or you're going through it, chances are a lot of people are going through it. And that's the way I feel about today's podcast. Absolutely. Episode. Well, this is something we've struggled with. Yeah. And most every couple I counsel Mm -hmm. is struggling with this too. And that's maybe part of the reason they're in talking with me. Well, we are going to talk today about digital distraction, and and you're right that it's not just a 
thing we struggle with or just a few people struggle with. There was actually, there have been several polls that have taken, some studies that have done, and there was one, no, this was just one um, a couple of years ago. I can't imagine that it, the statistics are better since COVID, since everybody was stuck inside for so long. But here are a few of these these findings from this survey. It says that 88% agree that they call it technoference. Uh, oh, get that, you know, interference from technology. It's a, it's a big problem in our society. 62% of those surveys agree that it's a problem in their family. 70% reported that technology interrupts family time at least occasionally. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's probably getting worse. Uh, probably a lot worse. And um, even more, 43% report that their spouse or partner uses technology in bed every night or almost every night. And some of them feel like it interferes with their, like 25% say it interferes with their sex life. So yeah, that's hard to have sex and yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, that's talking about, you know, the cell phone, but I think even on a broader <laughs> spectrum, I, I, I do feel like that cell phones have become the biggest problem because I mean, TV, you've mm-hmm. got TV and, and entertainment there and there's that. And, um, the TVs are on. I know for the first, I don't even know till Josie was born, we didn't even have a, a TV in our bedroom. Yeah, it's funny. Our kids don't have TVs in their bedrooms. And it's something we just don't, aren't going to do. Um, and so Colby was like, man, I want, you know, all his friends do. I don't want to say all of them, but some of his friends have them in their, te- in their bedroom. And he was talking about it. And I said, buddy, you remember, you know, the first time I ever had a TV in my bedroom? And he said, no, when? I said, I was 30. Seven years old. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, it's the TV that we have hanging in our little workout room. Yep. I said, we went on vacation and Josie was a baby. Yeah, and I we remember needed that. a TV in the room because it was a one bedroom condo. And, and so she was in the den with the TV. So we bought a little TV from Walmart. That's for that right. Vacation, and we just kept it and put it in our bedroom. And that was the first time we ever had a TV in our bedroom. Yeah. And the TV in our bedroom now rarely gets turned on. No. It's yeah. probably been turned on more this week than it's ever been turned on because of the Israel stuff, and we're just mm-hmm. trying to keep up with that. But, um, but yeah, so that was funny. He was yeah. like, <gasps> like he got this look on his face like, there's no hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, there's and because, no and one of the main reasons we do that is that we don't want all of us in separate rooms disconnected from each other when we could be spending time together. And the problem is that, that cell phones now are never disconnected from us. Well, most college, most college kids in their twenties or people in their twenties, they don't even, a lot of them aren't buying TVs because no. they're just watching YouTube and, and different TV on their phones, streaming stuff on their phones or even laptops. It has become this thing that it's an appendage. It's, I mean, I rem- the uh, last week I left my phone at home and had to run. I was gone for like an hour and a half. <gasps> I was so like, it felt so Weird. Weird to not have my phone Almost on me. Almost unsafe. I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And there were there was a day when it was like, it was great to be disconnected from everything. And There it, was a day that we were gone and no one knew where we were. I know. I know. So today, you know, we're going to be talking about how that affects our marriage relationship and maybe our family some. And so today we're talking about the digitally distracted marriage. So are you tired of being distracted right are you tired of always having the phone or the tv or something going on and in life is just distracting and crazy well maybe you and your spouse need to get away maybe you need to come to the country for a couple of days maybe you need to come to the farm 
and hang out with the donkeys and the horses and each other and just have fun. Well, here at The Marriage Adventure, we offer private marriage retreats. And it's just that. It's private. It's you and your spouse. And you come and you stay at our cabin. You have access to the barn and and the donkeys and the horses and the Lord. And you can come and just hear from the Lord. Uh, Check out our private marriage retreats at themarriageadventure.com. It includes breakfast. It includes three hours marriage coaching session and tons of time with you and your spouse. Check it out, themarriageadventure.com. Well, today we're discussing how um, we can become so disconnected from our spouse because of technology. And, you know, I, I think there are so many reasons for that. It's it's obvious that that our, our, you know, whether it's social media or TV or even music, like the kids can't stand to have, they don't like silence at all. So there's like uh-huh. always music playing in the house, which at some point I'm like, you've got to get out of here if you're going to keep playing that because I need a minute to be quiet. And, <laughs> and, and nothing makes me feel um, older. I know. Like than saying that kind I of know, thing. I know. But the problem with this technology in this day we live in is that What's- there's, the problem with this technology and the day we pesky kids. You Get know. off my lawn. But we we it's not just kids. We're 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 stuck in it too. It's that um I think we get so connected to there's some great things about technology um, and the fact that we can access so much. We can access people through social media that we I can find out the weather without, you know, doing well, anything. That's right. Hey Siri. What's the weather going to be uh, today? Your phone just answered you over oh, here. It's she turning on. She's wanting to tell said, you. Oh, it's going to be 65. <laughs> <laughs> she just heard Seriously, it's, it's that. It's this connection we have with this inanimate object that can keep us... Um, distracted. Distracted. Well, and there there's a reason for that, that there's intentionality behind um, the creators of these things. Mm. They want to keep us connected to that. They, their algorithms, they run to try to, it's like, why does all of a sudden we're having a conversation about buying a new pair of shoes and we've got, that's all that will go through my feed or. Yesterday, so Colby uh, was talking about baseball season and wanting to get back in and playing all this kind of stuff and he misses it. It's amazing that yesterday baseball gloves and bats started Mm. appearing in my Facebook feed. Mm -hmm. Well, it's that because there's this. This, they want to keep you clicking because there's something that happens. It's like a dopamine hit every time we look at that, and it's it feeds something in us. And what's sad is that technology can actually know us better even sometimes than our spouse. Mm. Think about it. You think about it. My phone is listening to me all the time and maybe even better than you are. Hey. No, I'm What'd s- you say? Right. <laughs> I mean, there are times where I'm thinking I'll see something in my feed uh-huh. and I'm like, I don't think I ever said that out loud to anybody and mm. I never searched it. That's it weird. Read my mind. I know. It's weird. Well, and, and truly that's weird, but we can have a connection with something that's not our spouse mm. in almost a deeper level than we have with our spouse. Mm. And I think this, the invention of AI and where it's going is going to be devastating with that. Oh, did you did you see that um, interview that or that article or it was a, a YouTube thing I saw? This guy was actually on a chatbot. It was a um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was the Bing chatbot, and he gets in this. He's he's like trying to like test its limits to like see if there's any kind of 
shadow side to it and he starts asking some questions and then he he gets creep- purposefully yeah and then he gets creeped out by it. And he's like trying to go away from it and it keeps going to it. it's like telling him he want it wants to be real it wants to i love you i want a relationship with you it even tried to tell him to leave his wife i'm not kidding i, I mean if you don't I, believe me this I, is not uh, like fake i, I heard I, it yeah. It, it's crazy. It's creepy. It's very creepy. Like it got in his stuff, in his business, and yeah. and you don't love your wife. You love you, me more than your wife, and and he kept getting deeper with it, with yeah that understanding, and and it was terrifying. Yeah. I'll put a con- I'll put a link to to that in this so that in you know notes. I'm not making that up. It's not conspiracy. No, it's it crazy. was a it was a Washington Post um article that was and then several things. It was on CNN yeah, I and heard the interview with him. Yeah, it was really weird. But anyway, all that to say AI has learned and it's learning how to keep us engaged with it. Mm. And that that's a a real thing that can keep us not just distracted, but engaged in even a relationship. We have, if you think about it, you've got a relationship with your phone. Oh yeah. Because you won't put it down, you won't leave it, and we're we're so connected to that. And I'll and say most most every couple I counsel with, this is a this is an issue, because mm-hmm. in marriage, um, connection is one of the big issues that, that mm-hmm. you know that we seek counseling for. Um, connectivity, friendship, all of that, intimacy. Uh, you know, in, into me, you see, seeing the heart mm-hmm. of somebody. And if we're distracted, then, you know, so every couple, uh, you're, if you're listening, this is not, you're not the only couple that's struggling with this. No. We're not. Well, and it, it keeps us, like, there used to be a day you could leave the office and leave your emails and leave all that stuff and come home and be 100% at home with your family. That was my dad. Yeah. My dad would come home from work. Uh, he'd go in to work in the morning. He'd open up his little briefcase that was... Lunch in there, throw his Newsweek magazine, he close it up, go to work, come home, take mm-hmm. it out, and never deal with work again. Oh, but these smartphones. Now. And they breach the homework they're barrier. They're 24-7. And you feel like, oh, there's a, a bang, uh, there's a little ping on there. Oh, I hear it. I've got to answer it right uh-huh. away. I've got to look at it. I've got to see. Hits. I've got to see who's texting me. I've got to see who needs me. And we're accessible to the outside world so much that we become inaccessible to the people that are in the home with us and mm-hmm. that we have a real relationship Which with. Which is where the real danger yes. comes in. So, okay, so we've been talking about the danger of it for a bit here. What do we do about that? Because it is a problem. It's a real, it can be. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just the phone. I've, I've even seen where binge watching yeah. is doing that. Um, you know, we every we probably have four TVs in the average home. Yeah. You know, uh, every bedroom. The den, gosh, even people are putting them in their bathroom nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so people just go, they just go their own way, and they binge watch their own things. So at night, mm-hmm. instead of families coming together, families are driven apart. Three different and, rooms, four and different rooms, and it's for the sake of uh, defragging and relaxing and unwinding. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's all good and well, but that's dangerous. Yeah. You know, that's fine if you're going to do that a night of the week. Mm-hmm. But that typically happens every night of the week. Mm-hmm. And and then because of kids activities and stuff, people aren't eating dinner together mm-hmm. anymore. Um, they're they're eating out of windows, mm-hmm. you know, drive through eating in the car, picking up whatever. So it's very rare that, that families have a meal together. And Bonnie, I know that for our family, so talking about connecting the other side of this, yeah. um, uh, 
that's something that's really was important yeah. to you, to both of us. Yes. But definitely to you that we sit down and when you came home from work and wanted to invest full time in family and kids in our home. Mm-hmm. And thank the Lord I was, I was able to. The Lord right. made a way for us to do that. Um, Everybody can't do that. Sitting and eating at dinner around the table was uh, very important to you. And there's a statistic that goes with this that I, I don't know uh, about the, uh, the statistic of families that eat at least uh, three or four meals together a We week. should have looked that up. That would be great. Um, have uh, greater odds of staying together. And, mm. and so that's, uh, it's, it's very important. And so our family, uh, every night, yeah. um, you cook. And we, we don't have, like right now our kids aren't in travel ball and stuff. We've kind of uh, done a really weird thing and kind of pulled out of Every out of, of life, and that's out uh, of the rat race, and that yeah. was intentional. And they have uh, they have their things, and they enjoy it. But um, but for this season, it's been amazing mm-hmm. to have dinner together every night. And we don't have the TV on, we don't have phones on. You cook a meal, and we eat uh, yeah. about five thirty, six o'clock every night, and it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. And maybe you can't do that every night. That's that's probably not feasible for everybody. But two nights a week, is that doable, right? Maybe. Something is better than nothing. Right. And so, you know, two nights, we'll start with one. One night a week, we're going to set aside. Two nights a week, we're going to set aside. And intentional connection intentional time. Intentional connection time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you can't cook, listen, we'll bring in, but we're going to sit around the table mm-hmm. and we're going to talk. Or even eat. if you go out to dinner together and you're all sitting there together, that's a, yeah. that's a great time to sit and talk. But so, how do we connect with our spouse and disconnect from technology um, intentionally? Because I know this is a this is difficult. It's not an easy thing to do. What, yeah. Well, I think I think the first thing is just uh, what's the what do they say? The first thing, first step is realizing you have a problem. Yeah. So, um, and probably everybody realizes it, but we don't. You know. Mm-hmm. If it's not, if there's not an issue right now, then we don't really care to solve the problem, mm-hmm. right? So if my drinking is not really disrupting life right now, then why do I need to stop drinking? Sure. Well, because it will. So yeah. if my action right now isn't hurting anybody else. Or maybe we're not aware it's hurting anybody maybe, else. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the bigger thing. It It's probably in your marriage. It's affecting one person. Yeah. Um. So you've got to have... Uh, like a lot of things in marriage, you have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to um, lovingly and gracefully mm-hmm. pointing out the issue. Right? Yeah, so Scripture tells us a gentle word turns away wrath. We can communicate in such a way that um, just basic communication principles. I can say something to you in a way that can build up a wall and put you on the defense mm-hmm. and make you feel um, like I'm... Uh, Attacking, attacking you, yeah. Or I can say something in a way that makes you know that I want to connect with you better, and um, that maybe but this a little barrier. thing's a barrier to us connecting. So find the right way to say it. One, the right way invokes love, invokes relationship, invokes, um, uh, and, and, and find the yeah. way to say it to where you own your stuff. You well, know? and maybe it's when you're. It's a time when you are actually connecting and you say I've really enjoyed this because I I love the time we're connecting with each other because I feel like lately what we've just spent a lot of time on our phones and that that mm-hmm. 
I feel like that might be a a, a problem for us because I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm as connected to you as I used to be. Yep, the old communication, you know, own your stuff mm-hmm. and own your feelings instead of you always or you never say I feel I feel like when we're when we're connecting without our phones mm-hmm. is my favorite time and we're really connecting. But when we both have our phones and we're scrolling, mm-hmm. I feel really disconnected from you and I feel like it's probably damaging yeah. our relationship. Well, and, and maybe you even pose a, <coughs> say, what if we maybe take, you know, a couple of hours one night and let's just put them away for a whole night and see how you feel about it. Because yeah. it's like if when you are disconnected from it and you feel that pull, you're like, oh, wow, maybe this is a problem because I well, can't. Well, I'm going to be honest, when you were reading the statistics earlier and, you know, I was tempted to grab my phone because I know there's a couple of texts I haven't respond, responded to. It, it Even while we're doing a podcast about big, being digitally distracted, yeah. I'm digitally distracted. Yeah. And so it is a problem. It's a problem mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but find the right time to have a conversation with your spouse and find a right way to have the conversation. And it could be you shoot them this podcast episode and said, man, I just listened to this podcast episode. I feel convicted. I didn't even realize didn't we were doing realize. this. It, yeah. And that's yeah. a great, that's a great way. And then, you know. Um, of course, when they listen to the podcast, they're going to say, they're going to know we put you up to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe download it and edit this part out. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, come clean, be honest with you. What, what bothers, you know, what bothers you? Well, then maybe, and, maybe even just realizing, okay, coming clean means, you know, this, I am too attached to this. Mm-hmm. Admitting my part in that. If maybe I'm spending too much time on Facebook or Instagram or social media or and, and if and if it's doing, um, if you're on Facebook and Instagram and you're connecting with people you don't need to be connecting with, then there needs to be a hard, a hard sure. cut off there. Um, but uh, but then I like we're what, not even going into the whole <coughs> sin realm no, of what no, you what you're looking at or talking about disconnection. Yeah. What we're yeah. talking about here, um, but then Bonnie, I like uh, finding times for connection. Um, because it, it's kind of like it, it, when we've been eating really bad. Mm-hmm. And then we begin to eat clean for a few days. So mm-hmm. what, we, uh, what we'll typically do is we love, we love the sweets. We love the ice cream. We love the yeah. stuff. We love to eat bad. I love pizza. I love wings. I love what we call football food. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, um, but we can't do that every day. No. So we've just kind of said, okay, on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, we'll, we'll eat bad. 80-20, right? If I can eat good 80% of the yeah. time, Monday through Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, then 20% of the time I can eat bad. Um, we don't have to get rid of all of that. But in uh, the same thing with digital connection, find times where you can connect mm-hmm. because probably what's going to happen is it's going to realign your taste buds mm. when, you know, the further you're away from it, you know. So find those times that you can connect. And so I was working with a couple not too long ago. And... um and she she opened up about the fact that this was she felt disconnected from him, and a large portion of it was just meaningless scrolling, watching vertical videos, mm-hmm. right, reels, things like that, and um, and that was a big thing for her, and um, be, that he was doing, and so we established some times that were connection times without mm-hmm. digital interference, yeah, and. Um, and so, like for them, that would have been um, uh, from like eight to nine thirty every night before they go to bed. Yeah, they can just 
get away from the TV, get away from the phones, go for a walk, sit on the front porch, something, and connect each night um, together. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, and then I think Friday night date night. Yeah. And so those were very clear, very understandable. Uh, one, it, it it provides doable uh, and a doable action. And so how do you change a habit? Um, the best way to change, to make change and, and to change your habit or adopt a new habit mm-hmm. is to make it accessible and make it easy and make it doable. Mm-hmm. And so defining those times when, okay, date night. It, that That's obvious. We're, that's to, obvious, we're trying to right? connect. Don't sit yes. at, you know, at the table or, and, and scroll. Um, and then each night having a little connection time before you go to bed or maybe while you're in bed, no phones. Yeah. Um, and so... Setting, negotiating some limits or some boundaries or yes. some things that work for both of you that are like, we uh, we really want to try to be intentional yep. about these times. And, 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 and then yeah. what's going to happen is you're going to get into that time and at some point one of you is going to fail. Oh, yeah. Or one of you is going to forget because it's not a habit yet. The phones are so addictive and it is a habit. It's, it's muscle memory. Man, mm-hmm. your phone just, I, I mean, I find myself doing it. I just grab it at a red light at a red light yes and so when you get in those times that you set aside for connection and your spouse does pick up that device um have grace Mm -hmm. and again use good communication Mm -hmm. techniques right i can i can jump on you and say well see i knew you wouldn't be able to do this okay Uh well now you're not setting them up for a win you're not saying i want to connect with you i just want to prove that you're wrong and i'm right Uh and so have some grace and find a way to maybe um, maybe lovingly or playfully, mm-hmm. you know, put your hand on the phone and give them a kiss. I don't know. Yeah. But find a way to bring it to their attention that, hey, maybe you got a safe, maybe you've got a, a silly word that's like uh, Humpty Dumpty means. <laughs> Listen, wife, if it's your husband, he's grabbing the phone, take off your shirt. That always <laughs> works for men, right? Take oh off gosh. your shirt. He's going to put the phone down. Oh, now you got his attention. That's but, funny. But find find a way. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and honestly, having fun, making a joke, making light um, is always a fun, is always a good way. Yeah. Uh, not always, but a lot of times it's a good way. So find a way. Have grace on him in the moment to lovingly draw him back. And uh, well, it, yeah. or if you see you're on the phone too, say, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Put it, and put it yeah. down and draw back to each other and maybe I realize in this that there are certain maybe I'm drawn to Pinterest all the time or maybe I'm drawn to a social thing or whatever if I find the thing that's like oh my gosh I am spending so much time on shopping on this thing or doing this and I recognize that that that's my go-to then maybe I need to take a fast from that for a while maybe I delete that app from my phone for a season so that I can get that under control have some self-awareness and be willing to say, okay, if it's a problem for him, it's a problem for me, or that that I'm willing to own that and say, you know, I'm going to take this app off my phone. Yeah, and fasting, what fasting does is it's more than just uh, what you think it is. There's an actual chemical unbonding that happens the longer you're away mm. from a substance. Huh. And so, I mean, you think about a drug addiction or you think about alcohol addiction the longer you're away from that substance and your your chemicals aren't responding to that as substance, that uh, attachment that detaches, mm-hmm. and so it it's the same way with any addiction. You know, porn addiction is the same way, or or 
you know, your fat, your phone digital. Well, um, because you do get dopamine hits when you, when you have that, yeah. there, it is a chemical release. It and is. so you have to realize what you're, what you're, what we're talking about is not something that's just a, oh, it's no big deal. It really is something that's happening in your brain. That's these things mm-hmm. firing in your brain when you connect with that device. And it gives you this hit like emotional, personal face-to-face connection should. Yeah. So understand and have grace on your spouse because it is something that's a chemical yeah. disconnection that needs to happen there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Ephesians five, fifteen through 26 is be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Mm. Um, there are times and spaces that technology is off limits. Should um, be. Or, yeah. or there are there, you know, do you have that? Yeah. And at the table in the bed, like we've, we've, we've mentioned. So. I think it's figuring out what is healthy and wise. You're not getting out of this digital culture. No. It's there. It's here. It's here to stay. And as much as, I mean, I mean, and we have, we've done probably as much, you know, we moved to the country. Our kids pulled out of school. I'm, I'm working from here. We've pulled out of a lot to simplify life, mm-hmm. to kind of get back to some Mayberry, yeah. <laughs> Andy Griffith days and yeah. front porch and. And kind of living, but but yet we still struggle with the same thing, right? Technology so is not going away. Unless you're getting rid of your phone and TV and really going off the grid, which is not healthy in a lot of ways either. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have to contend with it. Well, and I think it's just identifying those ways that, you know, you can't get rid of it, but is it bringing us closer together? Mm-hmm. Are we watching things together, like uh-huh. watching silly reels? I know you'll watch them with the kids, and that's a way you connect with them, and it's entertainment together. Yeah. Or is it something we're all in our own spaces, in our own world, sucked down in these deep holes of our phones in the same room in different worlds? And yeah. and just try to, to guard against that. And the enemy is using all kinds of things to distract us from our relationships and technology can be used for good things to connect with friends and family around the world, but it can also be used to distract us from the people that are right in front of us. And that's what we want to guard against. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Well, there we go. That's all we got for today. Thank you guys for, for joining us today and also join us online. So if you're on Facebook, Instagram, maybe not too much, but just a little bit, (laughs) uh, join us at the marriage adventure. We'd love to see you there and also check out our private marriage retreat so you can get out of town and connect with your spouse a little bit.